Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Rad Reality Show, the roundtable discussion about Big Brother. And we sometimes talk about a little bit more than Big Brother. Here's our theme music. It's the Rad Reality Show, live on Block Talk Radio. We've got a great show tonight. Let's kick it off with Iris on for Thursday night, especially during Big Brother's time of the year. And you know what it is. Sherry Garcia, this is the Rad Reality Show Network. Thank you so much for coming here tonight to hang out with us after that awesome live eviction show we just watched on CBS of this summer's Big Brother 17. And it's time to start our own Big Brother 17 reality roundtable show hosted by Michael Cowboy Ellis, one of the proud four horsemen from Big Brother Season 5. And tonight he's got a awesome Baconator special guest to chat with him regarding tonight's big special show. Um, And I don't know if we're going to refer to him as AKA the Baconator or the AKA um, Heavy Metal Teddy, but he's Adam Pox from Big Brother Season 13 and Everybody loves him. He was one of the super fans that talked back to us most as we watched him in the Big Brother house, and everybody loves Adam Pock. So we're glad to have him with um, Cowboy tonight to recap tonight's episode. And as always, fans are always welcome to join in the conversation. So 
All you have to do is dial 1-347-237-5506. Once you're on our switchboard, please press the number 1 key. That lets us know that you want to join us on air. And you can talk to Cowboy and Adam Pock with your thoughts on tonight's show and let them know what you think about tonight's big eviction, the new HOHs, everything that happened on tonight's show, and what you'd like to see in the future. Um, myself and Paul from Minnesota will be tonight's co-host, and we'll just be keeping things moving slowly in the back or smoothly in the background. Um, we're going to say a quick hi to Paul from Minnesota, and then we've got a very special tribute to one of our Rad Reality family. So, Paul, how are you doing up in Minnesota? Hi, hi, Cherry. Hi, everyone. I'm doing well. I have been uh, the last several days, I think, since. Monday, a little sad because of the twins being discovered. But uh, other than that, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying enjoying it. A good episode tonight and last night. It's been a good season. Very good season. Um, right now, I want to play the intro, get our host up here with us, and have him up here with us. We have a very special tribute to to play for one of our um, Rad Reality family, and I'm looking, but our host. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you forgot something, um, Paul. I I know, and I. Apologize, uh, but I will play it here uh, as soon as I, I uh, find it. Here we go. You forgot our our host. I I was moving up a lot of different clips tonight, and that <laughs> one know. is normally normally the one that I put up there first, and uh, I just missed it. But okay, anyway, well, go ahead. All right. Kitty's place. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six shooter, riding my pony on a cattle drive. Stealing a young girl's heart. Just like Gene and Roy. Singing those campfire songs. Oh, I should have been a cowboy. Michael Cowboy Ellis, how are you tonight? Yeehaw! First off, I want to say we'll talk more about it here after a while, but uh, I am really excited about the new HOH. Um, I was really rooting for Austin. I was like, wouldn't it be funny to see Austin pull this off? And Because he's not really in any different direction. So it was just one of them things where I like to see what he does this week. But we'll talk more about that here in a little bit. Um, you know, everybody that um, has been a part of this show for uh, many years now knows what we do uh, when one of our closest family members um, goes through something. And uh, this is a little moment we are going to take. It's going to be really slow 
just for the first few minutes, and then I promise you it will pick up. I mean, we've got Adam Pock. I mean, seriously, it's going to pick up. But uh, on a serious note, I really want to really reach out and say to my good friend Joe Arnold, <laughs> see if I could do this without crying. <laughs> I, did, I, I didn't think I was going to cry, but uh, Joe, we come, we go back so far from cooking in a kitchen together for Toys for Tots in New Hampshire to just chatting about the hot babes in, on Big Brother and just sharing a passion in life. And both of our moms were our best friends. Our moms are our world, our everything. And this week, if you don't know, that our real good uh, friend, Chautown Joe, uh, Joe Arnold lost his mother, and my heart really goes out to you, Joe. Um, you're everything uh, to this family, and you're in our prayers and thoughts. And I know the day that my mother passes away, I know you will be there as well. And, um, you know, I'm not going to go more into it, but I want you to know that you are very loved with this family. We really do appreciate you being part of the Rad Reality Show. People like you is the reason why we are still on the air of Blog Talk, and we do appreciate you so much. And in appreciation, we came up with this song that I feel like um, – was appropriate for this and you you're always coming up with songs at christmas time and giving back to everybody i picked a song for you and um hopefully you love it and we're going to play it right now and joe we love you so much yo this is for joe arnold we love you shaitan joe I know she's in 
heaven right now listening to this show and probably excited as much as us of uh, who won HOH. And she's up there with uh, Rob and And they are cheering on this season of Big Brother. So God bless you. Amen. Amen. All right. So Let's bring on your guest. I'm excited. Let's do it. Okay. We have a clip to bring him on with. Let's do this. A metalhead that loves metal too. Mmm, bacon. Mm. As much as I love bacon, giving other people bacon makes me even happier. Hey, Farah. Go in that one and do it there. I love you, baby. Miss you. Hey, Farah. I love you, Farah. Hey, Farah. Hey, the drunk elf. <laughs> Heavy Metal Teddy, welcome. Oh. How are you? What's happening? That, that was so funny. I loved the intro because uh, you, you played the uh, 1010 shout out to Farah, and uh, I looked at the clock and it was like 1011. I'm like, ah, if you queued it up a minute before, it would have been perfect. But uh, no, <laughs> great to be here. Great to talk to you guys. Uh, my heart is also with Joe out in Chicago. Joe and I talk music all the time. Uh, and uh, one thing I do have to correct, Cowboy, we all knew you were going to cry. Joe knew you were going to cry. We know you. We knew you were going to cry. So, uh, Joe, if you're listening to this, you're nodding your head right now because you knew Cowboy was going to cry when he uh, gave you that shout-out, my man. I love you too, brother. I tell you what, it's always great to really get to uh, visit with Adam. We don't get to talk uh, that much. We're our lives are so busy, but we love the Dallas Cowboys, and we oh, uh, yeah. hope wish. And uh, I'm mad at Adam because last year we did a fantasy football. It was my first year to do fantasy football. We did uh, Big Brother Canada versus uh, Big Brother USA. And I came in third place, and, Adam, you end up pulling, what, second place? Second place, yeah, lost to Alec Field. God damn, Canadians, what do they know about our football? <laughs> well, apparently it's getting bigger. I guess we're adding uh, more people this year. Are you going to be a part of it this year, Adam? Oh, hell yeah, I'm going to be a part of it. Uh, you know, it's one of the fun leagues that we do for no money, just uh, talking smack. And if there's anything the Big Brother family loves to do, it's talk smack. So uh, it's a good time. And, uh, you know, it just makes Sunday that much more exciting. You watch, you know, of course, we're rooting for the Cowboys, but, you know, I go to sports bars every Sunday, and I'm just, like, running up and down the bar looking at each TV, who scored over here, who scored over there. Um, I was almost excited this week that they had a uh, football theme, BB takeover, but unfortunately it was the goddamn Patriots. Uh, I, I know, you know Michelle Cobb's out there. Michelle Cobb yep, is loving that. Yeah, she's probably cheering. She's screaming. She's probably throwing beer pongs right now. Uh, you know, speaking of Michelle Costa, Adam, did you know that last night uh, uh, Jason um, did some shout-outs 
or no, Justin. Justin gave us some shout outs to Michelle Costa. Jason, I got it wrong. Jason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I did not. I did not hear, but I, I knew eventually he would because he's a. Uh, you know, Michelle told me the story about how she used to go to you know the supermarket that he worked at. She was you know, rebuilding it or something like that, and the two of them would just talk Big Brother all day, all the time. Uh, which is you know again, I, I was rooting for him tonight. I I thought uh, it, I thought the two people that would have been the best HOHs tonight would have been Jason uh, and Steve. I think those two would have really shaken up the house, um, you know. But, but uh, you know, it, it's it's so funny. Meg uh, is another one. Meg uh, has come to a few of the New York City uh, Big Brother and Survivor parties that I've been a part of. So uh, it's, it's so great to see this season so many super fans. Um, and real quick, and then we'll get into the episode, but I'm loving this season. We are – it's week three, and we are at, like, week 12. It's like you know, people are playing so hard, so fast. And even the people that are playing in the background are still playing in the background hard, uh, except for Jackie. Nobody even knows she's there. <laughs> but, hey, but she's looking good, though. I have to say, she is looking good. You know, I'm not watching the feeds enough this season to, you know, have that matter to me. I'm just, uh, what I'm watching, uh, I never see her on there. Um, she's barely on the live show. Uh, but you right. know what? It, that, that's great. It, it's great for her. She's going to get pretty far. People are just going to forget about her. And you know, as long as she can, uh, you know, maybe step up later in the game. I mean, uh, I liken her maybe to what Portia did on my season. You know, she just sat around. Nobody, everybody underestimated her, and nobody really knew where she was at. And then all of a sudden, wins a few things, and uh, you know, puts herself in the spot to uh, get far. Hey, Adam, speaking of Portia, um, that, hi, this is Paul. I know it's speaking, Paul. What's happening, I know. Paul? Speaking, uh, not much. Speaking of uh, Portia, we do have uh, at least one or two women that uh, know her, I believe, and uh, that <laughs> is uh, Liz, Liz and Julia. Um, I mentioned at the top, and you heard me, you were on the phone, uh, that I really got kind of depressed. I I understand when you're in the house and you got nothing to do but get paranoid and talk to people that if you can figure out, you know, something that's going on, you get excited about it. But I was feeling so badly for Julia that uh, that they they figured it out and uh, and I I know that it, they probably won't make the uh, the five week mark like uh, Adrian Natalie did, but. Uh, I was really hoping that would be a twist that we get to see this year. What are you? What's your thoughts about the twins? See, I, I think the complete opposite. I think they're guaranteed to make it through the next five because they're going to be used as a number. Uh, do you know people are going to really try to protect her? In fact, you have Austin this week as one of the HOHs. There's no way he's putting her up. Um, Audrey is. I mean, not, not Audrey. Um, Vanessa is. Vanessa is also, you know, tight with them. Uh, so that's another week. So this is the third eviction that she will make it through, or sorry, they will make it through. Um, you know, it's similar to, uh, you know, on Big Brother 15 when uh, Alyssa was being used as a weapon because she was getting the MVP. People are going to use Liz and Julia as a weapon. Um, but at the same time, when they come into the house, now they're too strong and they're going to be seen as a power couple. So uh, it's 
good for everybody to keep them around because uh, keep Liz and or Julie around for the next few weeks because then once they're in, that's another target ahead of you. So, um, you know, I don't see Okay, that that's anywhere. a really, really good point. Now, Cowboy, I have to ask you this. is Because it first happened in your season, uh, could either Adria or Natalie have confided in one of you and told you that, hey, I've got a twin coming in here. We'll join your alliance and up your numbers. Uh, can Are they able to to tell the other house guests or any of them that they are twins? Well, you know, Adrian and Natalie was smarter than Liz and Julia. Uh, I agree. And, um, you know, Adrian and um, Natalie would never wanted to bring that up, uh, you know, because they were – they're bodybuilders, so they're very they're very uh, about competitions. They're about competitiveness, and you know they really, I feel like, did a more effort in covering up different things than Julia and Liz has done. And so what the thing is is we, uh, Stephen made a comment, or no, it was Jason this last uh, this a uh, few days ago on uh, the night feed. He said that Big Brother 5 did not talk about the twin situation like they have. And I want to correct him because we actually did. Because we had Drew and we had Diane as a twin. And we actually was thinking all along that someone was switching in and out. We did have that gut feeling. But the thing is, is we didn't have enough evidence like they had you know, with Liz and Julia, because they did halfway look, you know, alike. But I remember the night that we were around the uh, couches uh, in the living room, and Adria walks in from the backyard, and I called her out. I said, Adria, are you a twin? And she thought that I called her game out. And I feel like that big brother with the stuff that's going on right now, I feel like if that was going on back in season five, they would not have got to come back in. I feel like that would have been enough evidence to say, okay, they know that there's twins switching in and out. They've called Liz out on it, and they're still allowing them to play. I feel like if it happened in season five, I think they would have – a part of me thinks that – their game would have been destroyed. However, I have to say, uh, Adrian and Natalie coming into the game, that benefited my gameplay to the end. And it's gonna and it's gonna be the same way Adam hit it. Someone's gonna be able to use these twins and it's gonna be two people in front of them, then them and the targets is gonna be obviously on the twins because Something triggers in our minds, and we try to find a reason to get people out in the Big Brother house. And that's what happened with Edgar and Natalie. And I ended up getting with alliance with them with Drew, and that's what really helped Drew and I go to the end one and two. But the thing is, is I was on the block each week with Adria and Natalie so they would get voted out. And to be on a pawn list and be right next to them is still a scary situation. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> you definitely don't want to be sitting on that seat on Thursday because anything can happen. And I'll be honest with you. I They fought a clean battle tonight. I mean, I I did not want her to pull through. That's just me personally. Uh, what I, Meg is easy on the eyes, and uh, I kind of like to hear it from the house. But they really fought really hard. And so I you, honestly thought she had the votes. I, you know, when, when it was 2-2, two, two, I, I started wondering, um, you know, I'm like, did she get through to the people? Did she get, you know, because you knew Andrew was going to throw the vote that way just to show, show <laughs> it last week. She's just going to shake it up. But, uh, you know, I made a comment on Twitter, and uh, I never got a chance to reply back why, but uh, I'm calling her back for All-Stars already. I'm calling her back for All-Stars because um, we all know that there's a formula of house guests that they have every single season, and she is the strong woman that has been lacking on the show for the last few years. Uh, you know, yet yet Amanda, who is a little bit of a villain, um, you know, of course, Rachel is a villain, but... Uh, you know, in, in the mother role uh, of, you know, just strong, independent women, uh, you know, I definitely see Devon coming back. Were anybody, Cherry, Cowboy, Adam, were anybody surprised at the 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 black votes choices? I you know, was. I, I was surprised she didn't uh, take out Clay's vote. Me too. I think she might have done it to just throw people off so they didn't know that she had it because if it was Clay, then they would definitely know that it was her. Uh, she didn't have Becky's vote uh, or Jeff's vote. Uh, Jack is going to do what Jeff tells her to do, I guess, at this point. So, uh, you know, getting Jeff was definitely, because Jeff was trying to get with Meg. Uh, I'm waiting to see that, that, that little love triangle of Meg, uh, James, and uh, Jeff uh, come to a head. But, uh, uh, you, you know, getting rid of Jeff's vote, getting rid of Jack's vote, that's two votes in one, and then uh, Becky just to throw them off. So, Adam, I ask everybody, or well, at least every guy that comes on to the show, and I have to ask you, if you was not married, you were a single bachelor, and you were at the bar drinking a beer, and Adrian sits <laughs> down right next to you, do you hit on her? Audrey? Yeah. Um, you know what? It, it, it's funny because when they first announced the cast, I looked at her. I was like, "Oh, you know, attractive girl." I'm looking through. I'm like trying to figure out which of the recruit model types that they have. Um, but it's funny, like, you know, I guess first impression, yeah, she's not bad looking. Um, but you know what? Watching on, you know, on the feeds and watching the live shows and everything like that, like every now and then, like you know, they'll get a glimpse of an angle, and it's like, oh, that's a guy. Uh, oh, sorry, it's a, that, that's insane. It used to be a guy. But, uh, it's uh, you know, she, she's pulling it off pretty well. I mean, she's, uh, you know, it's good good for the show, I, I think, too, as well, you know, just to, you know, show that they are open to getting, bringing in different types of people onto the show because that's what I love about the show, just the, the mixture of people. But, uh, you know, I'm, there were plenty of people. I remember when the cast was announced, and then uh, when they found out uh, that she was transgender, uh, I saw plenty of people posting, oh, my God, she was the hottest one there. So my question is, have we caught on to um, if Adrian date, or Audrey dates guys or females? Because, you know, Bruce Jenner 
says that he still is attracted to females. Have we heard what Audrey uh, prefers? Paul or Terry, do either one of you know? I, I, I thought I heard that she goes for guys, but uh, you guys might know better. I don't. In the chat room, it looks like I'm seeing guys as the response. Um, oh. Well, thank you, chat room. Hi, like chat room. Hi. It, speaking, speaking of love interests in the house, uh, what are your takes if you're watching some of the feeds? There is a lot of people that are thinking that Austin is just infatuated with Liz Slant Julia. Do you, do you think that he's falling for them? I don't know if he's if, if it's legit falling for them or if he's you know just using it as game or just like you know somebody just gets along with. Um, but uh, you, you know it was funny. I don't know if you guys saw the clip of when uh, Julia was like folding her laundry or whatever and said, "Oh, Liz will wash these." And Austin kind of like gave like a weird look, um, but uh, you know, hey, from day one, Austin, you know, teamed up with the worst person in the house to team up with. Um, so, and, and he admitted it tonight on the live show. I, I saw read something about it or saw something about it today where he said, uh, you know, that he has no idea of what's going on in this in that house. So, uh, I, I don't know if it's if he's just bewildered or uh, if there's True uh, love interest there, but uh, I'll tell you what, I'd rather see them together than uh, Clay and Shelly. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And you know, uh, my fiance was saying that she was glad that Clay did not pull off that win tonight, you know, for HOH. I, I had to say, I love that game. It was awesome. And the thing is, it's a, it's a crapshoot. And the thing is, they had all night last night to practice. And I mean, shoot, we had a lot of zeros in that competition. No, I don't know actually, if they were throwing it or they just suck. Wait, Cherry or Paul, again, back me up on this. I think they only had 10 chances each. I think, uh, I don't think they were uh, allowed to practice all night. Um, oh, so it was and, 10 each? Yes. And, uh, oh. But you, you, you could tell, obviously, you could tell so bad that John threw that competition. John. You know, he's way more coordinated than that. He's a dentist, a guy, you know, used to drill for a living. And he, like, you know, was, like, fumbling around on that thing, and the ball just fell off. And John, he's my pick from day zero. As soon as I saw his interview, that's my boy. That's my ride or die this year. I'm team Johnny Mac all the way. I've renamed him. To me, he's Bobcat Johnny Mac. (laughs) Um, you re- well, you, you recall know, the old comedian Bobcat Goldthwait? Of course. What do you think you're talking about here? Bob, Bobcat. <laughs> he was in the uh, he was in that the TV show where he played the puppet on Happily Ever After. Come on, I know Bobcat. <laughs> okay. Okay. Know, speaking, speaking of John, John, I loved it when he said tonight though that he was. When they asked him to take himself off the uh, uh, or to leave himself on the block, he said, "Heck no! I mean, why am I that crazy?" He's a smart yes. man, he really. Is. Oh, he—he—he's he, a genius, and, I, and that, that's why I like him because he's so downplaying his fandom. He's so downplaying, like, and he knows what's going on, and he—he he really does. Like, he's the one that's probably maybe not the most aware, but he. 
he's aware of what's going on because people just see him as a goofball and they you know pay no mind to him. Uh, you know, I I liken him to a you know a mixture of uh, what's his name, Matt Hoffman and Judd. If you take the two of them and put them together, uh, oh. and just you know just just throw throw the pitch up a little bit higher, um, you know that's uh, that, that's what we're getting this year. Somebody in our chat room, and then Dream Minnesota Dreamer also renamed him. Um, she named him Bobcat Goldmolers, and she wanted just. <laughs> She asked the question, why didn't Julie talk to Mama Day about her blocks on uh, TV tonight? Any ideas? I mean, I know she only has so much time to, you know, talk to her about different things. But, you know, do you think Julie should have asked her about the blocks that she made? I I guess, you know, if it's it's 7 to 2, it doesn't really matter. If it was, you know, 5 4 and she... Did not stay, uh, you know. Maybe it would have, uh, you know, amounted to something. But uh, the fact that it was seven to two um, just shows that, you know, no matter who she would have sat out, if she didn't sit anybody out, it probably would have been ten to two. So, all right. And we do have um, a caller. Anytime you guys are ready to take calls, let's do it. Okay. We have. Jason from JTV. Jason, Hello. how are you? Hi, Jason. Hi, Jason. Welcome. I I have a question. Okay. Okay. Um. Now, now how how exactly is the rules for that? Because I, I kind of think at some point they want it. They said they wanted it to be a secret, right, about the Julia Liz twist. But last night she goes up and she tells Vanessa that what twin she is. I mean, it it, it kind of seems unfair that, you know, she can sit back and, you know, I mean, they can sit back and use it to their advantage. And, you know, it's like... I I just feel like they shouldn't have been able to give it away. Now, how does that? Yeah, I I also think that's a little is a little weird, uh, you know. But I guess the way that the rule was said, you know, like if they can last through the first five evictions, they come in. Uh, it didn't say if they're detected within the first five weeks. So, uh, you know, this you come on, this is the season of twists. It's the twi- most twisted, twisty twist twist ever. Um, so they're they're just you know letting it fly you know just whatever you know the fact that they got figured out you know so what as long as people keep them in the house let them keep playing yeah big big brother wants them to come out and play you know they've got it in you know their scenario of week and what to do they want them to come out and play but the thing is is I. Um, I saw things on TV. Did y'all see there's a new reality show called Twenties? And I'm wondering, out of the, these Twenties, uh, one of the production people grabbed Liz and Julia from this uh, production because it's all about twins. And it's just kind of funny that it's coming out about the same time as Big Brother did. Well, uh, Porsche apparently knows uh, Liz. 
Uh, and, you know, when Porsche was up uh, for the uh, premiere party here in New York, she was telling us uh, about uh, Liz and kind of hinted at Liz's twin was going to be the one to be the twin in the house. Um, oh. So, so there, yeah, there was, but, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I, the fact that there are, what, three sets of twins in the house this year, Clay the twin, um, What's the twin? Jeff has a twin, and Shelly has a uh, brother that's a twin. That's it. That's it. Yep. So this is for anybody that is listening that's going to ever go back or go in the Big Brother house. If you have people that says that they're twins, assume that there's twins switching in and out. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they'll use this twist again for the next uh, at least two years. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. So, Adam, if you caught yourself in this uh, house, who do you, like, what's the three people that you would, like, drag in for your alliance? Who do you see working with three people out of this cast? Well, I would love to be working with Austin um, just because he's, uh, you know, a big physical guy who, uh, you know, wins physical challenges, even though he, I know his plan was to try to throw them, uh, which is also why I want to work with Steve, because Steve has some brains. Um, and then, just as a, a third one, the third wild card, uh, honestly, I'd probably, you know, Jeff. Uh, I, you know, because, first of all, on my season, I loved working with Jeff. Now, um, I think Jeff is the type of player that will, you know, He's the one that's going out to be in the mole and getting all the information and bringing it back. Um, so, you know, for physical, Austin, for, uh, you know, brains, Steve, and then for uh, general rattiness, uh, Jeff. All right. I have to uh, – we have a little bit of a uh, – Cherry pointed this out, uh, but we have a little bad taste in our mouth with things that Austin has said for the reason he's on Big Brother, um, you know, to get airtime to promote himself and not really, and he's a fan of the show too, which is is tough to take. But the other thing about the other thing about Austin is he can't keep his mouth shut. Well, yeah, I mean he, he he's kind of he, that's that's kind of like why I like him because I, I see him kind of like me in a certain way, just like you know he's happy to be there because he's you know, he is such a super fan. Um, but he's trying to, you know, work with people and he's trying to like prove his worth. So he's just, you know, yeah, he's, he's a little bit of a motor mouth. Uh, but as you, as you see, like, you know, he's loyal, he's a loyal guy. He's loyal to a fall. So if he's working with you, he's working with you. But Adam, you didn't sit in the house and talk about how you just wanted to come out of the house immediately and tour and make money just because you show up. Hey, you know, you know what? At places. Yeah. You know, the, uh, people come out of Big Brother now and, and think as soon as they walk out the door, they're going to be rock stars. Well, and you know, it, it's it, they, they they come down to earth quickly, most of them. Um, but uh, and some of them still think it'll happen. But hey, you know what? He's already in the, in the bit of the spotlight. He's a professional wrestler. I mean, but you know, let's face it. If you remember, I'm a huge. Well, I was a huge fan of Real World years ago, but uh, Jason the Miz. Um, you know what? He became a uh, professional wrestler, WWE champion, and of course, you know our 
our good buddy Jesse, BB10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. <laughs> Je- Jesse, you know, that was his whole shtick, and it worked for him. So, uh, you know what, if that's what oh, yeah, going to take to. If he goes out and, and wrestles and, and does something like that, but he wasn't talking about that. He wanted to just, like, he wanted to follow around Bobcat Johnny Mac because he found out that, that Johnny plays guitar and followed his tour band around. And just because he was on Big Brother, he wants to just tour and sign autographs and make money. And so he's talked about that a number of times on the show. And to me, <laughs> that kind of, I, don't, I want I know people how to, to come off of Big Brother to, to love their what? fans and not want to just make money off of them. This is the thing. They do come down from a thing. And those people usually get booted off the reality circuit quickly. Um, if that's what they're all about is the money, they're not going to be able to hang out with the charities and stuff that we do. They're, they're just not going to be able to do it. They might last. A couple weeks, they might last a few months, they might last a year. But ultimately, their value goes down. You know why? Because they're a reality star. They're not like movies, you know, they're not in the movies. It's a little bit different. But this is the thing, is we all go on Big Brother for that spotlight. Regardless of what anybody wants to say. I even went on Big Brother so I could pursue an acting career because I thought Big Brother would get me to that point. I came across a few months after I got out of the show, Big Brother's not going to do jack for you. (laughs) (laughs) All it does is cause bleeding ulcers in your stomach at times. (laughs) But, I mean, what I'm saying is these people have a dream. And it's great to have a dream. But you know, the thing is, is, we have had successful reality stars. We have. I mean, look at Jesse for Pete's sakes. I mean, yeah. he's just outgoing. And that's all he uses Big Brother for was his platform. And, you know, it's just one of those things where we know that's what Jesse's using it for. I, in a way, I give them props. If they can make it work, that 1% of people that is able to make a career out of it, I give them a thumbs up. How about you, Adam? Oh, I do, too. I, I have to, I'm going to say one thing, and then I'll, I'll jump off my soapbox. But what I think makes a reality star is somebody that comes out off the show, whatever show they're on, and gives back like through the charities and gives back to their fans, gives back to their community. And those are the people who are true reality stars, not the people that come out and want to take from their fans and take from whatever they can get, you know. And to me, the the people that give back are the ones that become true reality stars. And, I think that's evident in the ones that have stayed around the longest and really become somebody are the ones who gave back and are out there at the biggest, you know, reality charities and are doing things for their communities and are recognized the most. And those are the ones that are giving back the most. 
that that's, that's well, what, that's what keeps that that's what keeps the fans uh, loving certain people. I absolutely agree. I keep forgetting. So I'm going to jump off my soapbox. Wait, Go wait ahead, I want to I want to mention something to you, Cherry, <laughs> that I keep forgetting about. Um, on the feeds a few nights back, uh, James said that he and you'll you'll love this because you love the show. James uh, said that he tried out for Party Down South. Had you heard that? No, I didn't. Oh my God! <laughs> no, you know what? Big Brother is a platform for certain for some people to you know get some exposure. But uh, I got a quick story for you, which uh, you guys will love. Cherry, you'll love this. So uh, Cody from last season, you know, before he was on the show, he was trying to become a model, and he was doing modeling, and he's done some modeling since then. But his uh, manager or his agent. Uh, actually told him not to put on he was on Big Brother, that that was yep. actually a, a hindrance uh, for him. And, he was, you know, at first he was doing it because, like, oh, this is going to help me. And then when he realized he's not helping him, uh, he took it off, and now he's getting a, a, a national cover. So, uh, you know what, it, for, for every one of us, whatever happens after the house, whatever happens after you get off the island, whatever happens when you get out of the bachelor, bachelorette, whatever, show your are on, whatever you do, yeah, that's that's your legacy. You know, we all had an opportunity to be something uh, yeah. at some point, and uh, it's what we do with the rest of our lives there that that make us people, not just you know people that were on reality shows. So uh, you know, and again, God bless anybody that wants to pursue a, a career in that. And uh, Cowboy will tell you, you know, for every. You know, one actor, there's a million people out there, whether they're on a reality show, whether they're a waiter, whether they're changing tires in a gas station somewhere. Um, you know what? It's, it's, it, there's, some people are going to make it, some people are not. Uh, the reality show is not going to be the, the make or break. They're not going to be sitting there in an audition and have two people and be like, you know what, this guy was on Big Brother. We're, we're hit, taking him. Um, you know, for the, like, the, the Comic-Cons, of the world, hey, maybe one day there will be a you know reality con where they people line up for our autograph and want to pay us fifty dollars. And you know what? If they do, I'm sitting down, I'm signing autographs, I'm taking that fifty dollars. I don't win no five hundred thousand. I got to make Absolutely. a bank. I got a baby on the way. I got to make some bank. Uh, when is that but, baby uh, due? In October, and I'm praying that the baby comes October tenth. I can have ten ten baby as well, ten ten Sarah. Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. I think Jason, before his phone dies, he has another question for you guys. He's still with us. Okay. Uh yeah. Have you guys watched James on the feeds? I've seen him a a bit, yeah, he's he's a little bit raunchy, a little bit funny. (laughs) He's freaking hilarious. I mean I mean if you missed the part where he went in the hammock room and just ripped one by Meg. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 I read about that. I read about that. That that was hysterical. Uh, yeah, you know, was like, I would do the same thing. I mean, that <laughs> you know, I I have boys, and, you know, and I have my daughter. She's sixteen, but my two little boys are twelve and ten, and we go around pulling each other's fingers just to fart. I mean, but we do know it's in the house. We don't do it, like, outside in the public. But, I mean, I was on the Big Brother house again. I would be farting on people and just, I mean. Um, hey, first of all, 
He's on the flop. He's on flop this week. He's going to fart like crazy. When you're eating that flop, all you do is fart. And believe me, I live with Brendan. I know all about toxic farts. (laughs) Adam, Adam, we do have some chatters wondering, uh, do you and and Farrah know uh, what you're having? Yes, we do. It's going to be pink. <laughs> Come on. I'm a big brother. I know, I know how to keep a secret. I'm, I'm, keeping, I'm keeping my baby a secret. Are you really? Until we introduce him into the world. Your baby's, first out, your baby's first outfit will be a bacon onesie. You know, it, it's funny you say that because... Uh, that's actually not our theme. Our theme is actually elephants, uh, because as soon as I found out Farrah was pregnant, I was calling the baby Peanut. Uh, so, uh, and just throughout the whole pregnancy, when I talk to the baby, I uh, I say Peanut, Peanut, Peanut. So uh, we're going to do an elephant theme. Plus, it's good, you know, a nice warm grays and some, uh, you know, because then whatever color we want to mix with the gray, it'll work out fine. Um, you know, the, the, most, the one thing I'm sad about the most is I have to turn my man cave into a baby cave. I'm in the man cave right now. I have all my backstage passes and concerts, all my food judging credentials. I got uh, I had a fan that made that made me a Christmas tree ornament of uh, a, a teddy bear eating a strip of bacon hanging from the lampshade. Uh, and over the next couple of months, I got to turn this man cave into a baby cave. <laughs> Adam, I want to say that I'm so so proud of you. I I know that how excited y'all was to get married and have a baby, but I have a question because I did not know what this was. My fiance had to tell me what this was. So y'all just got back from Jamaica, right? Yes. And what and what do you call this trip that you go on? I did not know anything about you do this. This is called the baby moon because this is the last time that the two of us get away and not have to worry about schlepping a baby along with us or not have to worry about going away without the baby and the baby's at home and then you're worried and you're calling and you, the entire time you're on vacation, you know, in the future we'll be like on Skype or we'll be on like, you know, chat talk face thing. Uh, and <laughs> so this, this, this is the last time that the two of us were able to just go away, do whatever the hell we wanted to do. Uh, unfortunately she couldn't drink. So I drank for both of us. Um, they, they were <laughs> serving the purple thing. The yeah, the, purple, the, the purple rain, purple rain. Purple so, rain, uh, you know, yeah. Jamaica, it was beautiful. It was not long enough. It was only uh, four days, but uh, you know, again, our busy lives. We have to get back here, but uh, yeah, you have to have that baby. You know, you got to get away and just you know sit around. Like we we ordered room service like three times. We're like we're not getting out of bed, and then we did get out of bed and walk to the pool, sit by the pool, and then we go out for a nice dinner. And you know, it was a great time. And believe me, um, you know that. Cowboy, I know you got uh, some nuptials coming up, and uh, you know you're gonna you're gonna love the, the honeymoon. But uh, you know, unfortunately, well, fortunately, you already have your kids. But uh, I'm sure you could still find time for a baby moon. <laughs> you know, I tell you what. You know, I try.
try to travel as much as possible. We were actually in Jamaica uh, about two months ago. I took my mom. My mother always dreamed of going to Jamaica. And my mom, everyone knows she's in a wheelchair. It's hard to yes. get her around and everything. And, Adam, I think you've met my mom. And, yes, yes, uh, of course. It's it's just it's getting harder. So we uh, took her. She always wanted to go on a cruise. She begged my stepdad for years to take her on a cruise. Well, you know, I, I was like, you know what, let's do it. So my mother, Cheryl, and myself, we went on a seven-day cruise, and we went to Jamaica, Cosmo, and Grand Caymans, and um, it was awesome. My mom's dream was to just sit in the waters of Jamaica, and if y'all realize. <sighs> But I had to do to get her, Cheryl's laughing right now, to get her to this beach. Because let's be real, these third world countries is not wheelchair accessible, guys. I mean, it, it really isn't. And so here I am, I got this push wheelchair, and I'm manhandling her through the sandy beach of Jamaica just to get her to the water. And we plop her down on the ocean water. And she goes, all right, I'm good. I'll just stay right here. And I was just like, and she was smiling and talking to everybody. My mother meets no strangers whatsoever. I wonder where I got it from. But I was <laughs> telling everyone our story. She told, I think she told 100 people on this seven-day cruise who I was. And it embarrasses me so so much, and I'm like, Mom, I know you're very proud of me, but someone <laughs> drove me off this ship. <laughs> I was like, you've got to stop. I was like, someone could have hated me on the show and throw me off this ship. I was like, and there's nowhere to go. I was like, Mom, well, it, it, I love it, you it, so much. That's so funny because uh, the, resort, the, the resort we were at, um, I went back to the room uh, to cool off, and I, I came back, and Farrah's in the pool, and anybody that knows Farrah knows she will talk to everybody. Uh, and I come back I come back to the pool, and there she is holding court with these four people, and I walk over, and she's like, hey, they know who you are. And uh, I was like, well, what do you mean they know I am? I'm like, oh, they know you're a big brother. And I was like, okay. So I was joking with Farrah later. I'm like, did you, like, just walk up to people like, hi, my name's Farrah, my husband was on Big Brother? <laughs> and she, she said, no, no, no. They, they they started talking to her because they were trying to figure out if that really was me. But, uh, yeah, so our, our family loves to embarrass us. So, you know what, Austin, when he's on this tour, signing autographs for people and getting paid millions of dollars, he's still going to have his family, rank, you know, making fun of him. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, Adam, you know, it's, you know, this is the thing. I love my mom to pieces. Uh, my stepdad was very proud of me before he died, and he told everybody as well. And it's funny, and I have to, I'm going to share this real quick, family stories. Uh, my uncle is 93, 94 years old, and a few years ago he was in the hospital, and I come to see him. And, I, you know, this is a very Christian man and very conservative and very to himself. And I would, I thought I would embarrass him being on reality TV. But no, every nurse that came in, you know who this is? 
This is my nephew. This is my big brother. This is my nephew. And, you know, it just—it really made me smile that my family, regardless of what I did on that show, because believe me, I ran naked in the house. I invented that shit. And I invented that shit. And, uh, you know, they still love me. And my, my kids make fun of me to this day for doing that type of stuff. But you know what? At the end of the day, our families love us for whatever reason. What if we do something bad or you know do something good? I mean, that's what makes us great. And I, I tell you what, I you know we all have dreams, and I know Adam does too. Then we'll share this a little bit. Um, I've always really you know been you know dreaming of producing and writing and stuff like that, and. You know, I've came into my life 11 years after Big Brother, and I'm finally at a point in my life that I'm going to get to ride again. And I'm so excited. I really shared it with very few people, but uh, my family's been very supportive. And, you know, we all have dreams, and it's the matter of how you pursue them dreams. And dreams are not a bad thing. I mean, I've learned Dreams is what keeps us moving in life. And, you know, I know Adam probably has dreams and he don't come that much, but, you know, we keep moving towards those dreams regardless. And, you know, I just want to be able to, you know, show my kids that you follow your dreams, but there is consequences through the ways, you know. Sometimes we've got to pull, you know, back two or three years, 11 years, and, you know, put what's most important in front of you to make that happen. Most definitely, most Cat definitely. Boy. And you know what? It, it, it's, it's great that, you know, again, we have this common bond and we have we've met a lot of great people along the way, whether they're other reality people or fans or whatever. So, uh, you know, it, it's, you know it, it helps you realize those dreams can come true by having a strong network around you. Before this goes Absolutely. off of my screen, Cowboy, um, I wanted to read you something that was put in the chat room. Jen Frog went on a cruise recently, and she said the Princess K's was the only wheelchair-friendly beach that was on her Caribbean cruise, and they have wheelchairs you can use to go out into the water. Um, just so you know, if you decide to take your mom on another cruise, and, it, and this was where? She said the Princess K's, C-A-Y-S. Hmm. I, w- that's, I wonder if that's the place where they can do the dolphins and stuff like that, because we were running into problems with that. I'll tell you what, I'll have to get her contact and find out, because I know that Mom <laughs> wants to be able to do something like that again. So that's awesome. Well, Adam... You know, uh, I told you 45 minutes an hour that you are an incredible person. We do appreciate you. You are welcome any time this season to come and vent about anybody that you want from this season. And uh, we we love you, man, and we wish you all the best of luck with your new child. Thank thank you very much. Um, For those of you that are fans of the show that don't know or are not following me on Twitter. It's at heavy metal petty. Um, I'm going to be down in Florida uh, in August for the uh, gift kids, the world uh, hearts of reality uh, 
charity event. It's an amazing event for uh, Make-A-Wish kids. Uh, they get to go down to Florida and stay in a village uh, near all the amusement parks uh, free of charge. So we're doing uh, that. I'm doing a bunch of survivors, brothers, amazing race people. Uh, unfortunately, Cowboy and, and the rest of you guys, I'm not going to be able to make Toyota Toss this year just with the new baby being two months old. Uh, it hurts me not to not to be there with you guys this year. But, uh, you know, I, I look forward to talking to you guys all throughout the season. Uh, go team, jo- you know, Johnny Mac, uh, Bobcat Mac, uh, Gold Tooth, whatever the heck you guys are calling me. Uh, Bobcat Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac, uh, he, that's my ride or die this season. Uh, I, I want and I, I met his I met his best friend on this uh, second premiere night. Um, that, that your, friend, doing... your friend Redwine Guzzler is in our chat room, by the way. Uh, so um, I met Johnny Max Money Joe, who's actually running his Twitter account, and uh, I told I made sure to tell Joe, I'm like, even if this kid wins, you better tell him his first super fan was me. Um, <laughs> t- team Johnny Max, and you know, this week I, you know, I have no idea what's gonna happen. I, I'm pretty sure Clay Shelley. Uh, we'll be uh, on the block somewhere, so, somehow. But I'm excited because, you know, I, I'm very sure that Austin and Vanessa didn't want this power right now. Uh, so the fact that they have this power, uh, it's going to make for a real interesting week. Absolutely. I agree with you. Tell Sarah that Red we love says her. Red Stockton. I'm sorry? Red Wine says hi from Stockton. Oh, red wine. What up, Jen? What up, kid? Ah. <laughs> nice, nice. It's so funny how like people that you you lost touch with that are huge Big Brother fans. Uh, and a few other people from college uh, have uh, you know reached out to me after the show. But uh, Jen, I still see her and Mikey at shows. We were all college DJs together. We rocked the hell out, and now we all spend our summers wasting away watching some stupid reality show. <laughs> <laughs> she makes me laugh every time she joins us, I tell you. I love her to death. She comes and nice. joins us every so often, and she's just one of my favorite people to see pop in our chat room. Right on, right on. She says WLFR. 91.7, Pomona, New Jersey, baby. Well, I'm going to go watch some live feeds and see what's going on in that crazy big brother house. Thank you again for having me, Cowboy. Cherry and Paul, always a pleasure with you guys. Uh, and again, Joe, Chi-Town Joe, you're, you're in our thoughts, you're in our prayers. Adam, Thank we you, love Adam. you. Tell Sarah we said hi. Hello. Most definitely, most definitely. Take care, guys. Bye. Thank love you, you Wow. I tell you what, you know, what an incredible person, in and out. I mean, I have so much respect for that man, and uh, Farrah is just such a lovely lady. I'm so excited about their new baby on the way. I heard rumors they're calling it Michael Cowboy. It's so great. <laughs> I appreciate that, Adam. Uh, but, you know, i tell you what. You know, we we I've been doing this. This is my seventh year. And I have became really close with a lot of people. And, you know, Adam's one of them. And it's just it's weird how the show and the charities have made us stronger. And, you know, 
I, you know, I always process things in my head. You know, what if? You know, and I'm going to throw this out for Paul and Cherry and people in the chat room. I am in the chat room, just so y'all know. I am seeing everything, Jim Frog, Red Wine. I am seeing all that, just so you know. But, uh, um, and Jen, I do appreciate you uh, letting us know uh, about Princess Island and Cruise Line. I told my fiance about it, and uh, we will look into that. And, uh, you know, what I want to say is what if, what if, they bring back all-stars. You know, this is what I'm afraid of, is there is so many great old-timey people from old-time, you know. And when I say old-timey, I'm calling me old-timey, and I'm not old-timey really. I can still move my knees and legs <laughs> into a little bit. But, you know, when I say old-time, I'm saying, you know, all-stars, you know, one to all-stars, and then, you know, so forth. You know, this is what I'm afraid what's going to happen in Big Brother is we're not going to see enough. I know people like to see the new generation after all-stars, but if you had to choose five people from season one to season all-stars to play with all these newbies that – is playing a different game than what we used to play because the game changes every year. What five people would you like to see that could be able to handle these newbies? I know y'all think about it. Y'all fans, I know y'all think about it. People in the chat room, you can start typing away. Don't be hesitating. There's not a right or wrong answer. We're probably going to say we hate them, but, you know, we'd like to see your opinion. You know, i tell you the five that I like to see. Uh, I really love to see, um, oh, my gosh, I just went, uh, Danielle Reyes. I would like to see her play again. Um, I love that girl. I really do. Um, I like to see... I think before. Uh, I'd like, I like to, to see, see Monica play again. Huh? Monica. Yeah, Mo- Monica. What a beautiful young lady. I love Monica. I, absolutely. Well, uh, if I had I, I, Cowboy, to be honest with you, I always in my mind thought about another All Stars, and I always thought. It's going to be, they're going to be selecting from, you know, season eight on. And, you know, but if, so my mind hasn't been thinking that that's a possibility, but from season one, I would, I would like uh, uh, Brittany Petros. She was my, my girl in season one. Of course, she was from Minneapolis, but she was also very, very fun and interesting, uh, interesting person. You you have to be on there, cowboy. You, you'd have to be on there too. And uh, um. I like Eric. Um, so uh, Jim Frog put Eric Stein from uh, Big Brother Eight. That is actually a good one. That would be. Uh, I could, if I was in the house, I could work with Eric. I think that he would be funny. I think him and I could bounce things off. I think that would be very doable. 
Okay. Um, I'd Audrey love to see Yang play again. Yeah, I mean, I would too. I, I tell you what, I like to play with Donnie. I tell you, out of I said before All Stars, but after All Stars, I tell you who I'd like to see on there, and that's Lawan. I'd love oh. to see Lawan. Again. Oh, Lawan! Gosh, I love him. I just adore Lawan. I mean, he's just a ray of sunshine always and forever. That guy just brightens your day when he opens his hey, mouth. Of course, I have to make Michelle myself. Uh, of course, Michelle Cox and you. I think I could work with Lane. I think Lane yeah, and I would have Oh, yeah. That would be good. Uh, Red Wine, I will answer your question after we get off of this one. So I don't want you to think I'm ignoring you. Okay, Red Wine. So. You're asking me, uh, you know, this is the thing. Big Brother is a game. Really? No. Um, some of these people don't realize it's a game. But, um, you know, Audrey is a big target. And I don't think that she necessarily skated through. I just, I've, as much as people's not giving Clay um, and Shelly some credit, um, Adria's, uh, um, Audrey's going to always be a target. And if you keep some of those targets in the house, it helps your game even more. And I understand people think that she skated through, but you know what? Day was the next threat, you know, to their game. And I cannot knock their gameplay because it was a smart game move. Because Day was a strong player. I will give her credit. She was a very strong competitor. But she came out playing the game really hard as well, just like Audrey. But this is the thing. I really highly doubt, and I may be biting my tongue when I say this, Audrey may not make it to jury round. I mean, we're still... You know, a couple weeks out, three weeks out. Um, I don't think that she will make it. The only thing is is what's going to help Audrey make it a little bit farther is this twin twist. Because I feel like when the twins come out, Audrey is going to go down to the bottom of the pack, and it's going to be Audrey who. And I might be wrong a little bit, but I think that's what I'm seeing in this season of Big Brother. Well, the one thing that Audrey should be doing, but she can't stop doing it, is not playing uh, game. Uh, she has to get out of game mode. And she did for maybe a couple of days, was quiet. But as soon as she, she starts... she in bed? <laughs> yes, she did stay in bed for a bit, but... You know, if she could stop talking game with people and just get, you know, have a normal chat uh, and get to know, ask people about, you know, their lives and just stuff like that, then she would take a target off her. Anytime she talks anything about game, about, oh, I heard so-and-so is going after such-and-such, then they say, yeah, but you said that in the past. We don't believe you. 
Don't be irritating us with that. She has to stop talking, and she does not have that uh, character uh, about her that, that she can stop. But She's such a manipulator. She just wants to manipulate. She wants to play the game, and that's that's part of what she was doing, I think. It was manipulating, don't you think, Cherry? Absolutely. And she wanted to play those people like chess pieces early on. That's what she was doing. And she wanted to have everyone sort of in the palm of her hand and, and sort of play them like chess pieces, have everybody coming to her and sort of play them the way she wanted them to play. And her sit up there and just sit in the bed and sort of play everybody, you know, and, and tell everybody how they're going to play and who they're going to like and, and who to believe and who side to take and, you know, so forth and so on. And it blew up in her face. And now... Nobody believes a word she says, and even if it's the keeps, truth. But the, she, the thing is, she keeps going back and trying to do it over and over again, <laughs> and <laughs> it's just not going to work, girl. You know, and, so I gotta, just and one, befriend I somebody and yeah. be their one friend. Of the thing, one you of know, the things don't... people always. I was just going to say, Cher, one of the things people talk about when you go into that game is you have to adjust your game to the situation, and she hasn't been able to do that. No. Right, and Paul, and this is my question to everybody. Do you think that these big, ultimate, big brother fans that they've been getting into this house, do you feel like they grab, like, someone that has played this game before? Say, I'm going to throw this out. Say, Audrey loved Dr. Will's gameplay. And she has adapted it so much that she goes in there and she tries to play his game instead of playing her own game. And I feel like that's with any house guest that has played, and these people come in and try to create our lives in the Big Brother house when they probably should be doing their own. Do you agree with that? Yeah, you can't play somebody else's game. You can't do it. You have to go in and be your own person, play your own game. Because if you go in and try to play somebody else's game, it's not going to work. You can. For I think if, anybody if you, else. I, I agree, Terry. I think you you can certainly use little bits of of different people's games, you know, but not their whole. Their whole strategy, strategy. that they right. I think too many people. I, you know, I tell you what. I love Ron Tabbit to death, but I see so many people go in and play his type of game that he played, and got they get out so quick. And I love Ron. I, I tell you what, Ronnie is an incredible guy in and out. But that is what I'm seeing is people's going in thinking they've got to play that hard. But, you know, the key thing to do is to become friends with everybody. You're hearing people say, you know what, you haven't talked to me for, you know, you know, since the game started. You know, that's why I'm putting you up. Talk to everybody. Have a relationship with everybody. 
And, you know, it's the social game is what gets you through. However, <laughs> you've got to ride tail for the first few weeks of Big Brother. You have to. And I'm not saying you don't, you can't win HOH the first, you know, few weeks. I mean, you can do that, but you've got to have the social game. If and you don't and have the social I, game, I, I, I want to just uh, back up that comment. I think that is such a key. Think about how Derek got to know personally everybody in that house last year. He not on a game level, but he really got to he, know them. He that. dominated absolutely, Paul. Uh, Derek and Clay's doing the same thing this year. If you notice, Clay is is going no. around and talking to. No, I think Clay's he got a sure that, on his back. Well, he is making sure that he talks to just about everybody in that house, though. Yeah, uh, I think I think they realized that he was the one making the decisions for Shelly, and that's going to end up hurting Shelly at the end, too. If Shelly makes yeah. it to one and two, the jury's going to be like, <laughs> did you play your game or did you play Clay's game? I right. kind of disagree with that observation as I watched Shelley's HOH. She certainly values his opinion, but I really felt that she took information from a lot of different sources, and she is playing more of her own game than than uh, what it appears to be. I, I'm a real big fan of Shelley's, and I think uh, she's playing a really good game, but uh, the relationship is certainly uh, going to hurt them. I think Vanessa has also great potential. In fact, she addressed both uh, Clay and, and Shelley and said, it's fine right now, your relationship, but you have to slowly – separate yourselves over the next several weeks because you're going to be a big target if you don't. They are. Yeah. Anytime there's a, a duo like that, they're definitely going to be targeted. You know, I and have to I have to say this. Jason is playing a similar game to Kevin. We are a huge fan of Kevin's. He is an incredible person as well. He's, uh, you know, been on the show as well. But I'm seeing a little bit of Jason and Kevin, you know, coming together. I feel like that Jason is very loved, but he's also going to be good at competitions. I really do. I think that he's very good sociable. And I think he, that he's he reminds me a little bit of Kevin. He he has talked about other past Big Brother uh, house guests that have been gay, and Kevin is his favorite. I think I heard him say. It, may, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you know, the thing is, is Kevin out of <laughs> out of all the gay people, uh, Big Brother that has played the game, Kevin played an amazing game. Lawan played an amazing game as well. You know, so it's like one of those things where we are going to see, I don't know, I feel like with this generation, we have came really close of, you know, well, I mean, well, last, well, was it two years ago, um, Andy wins Big Brother, the first ever to win. And actually, he made a post tonight 
on um excuse me. I wrote it down. Did y'all see the uh, Twitter that Andy wrote? I did not. Hold on one second. Let me see. I know I wrote it Red down. Redline wants to know the phone calls for the insults random or custom to whomever answered the phone. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, I I was wondering the same thing, Red. I uh, I I. After they got the phone calls and the feeds came back, everybody was asking Jeff, you know, what did she say to you? He said, I honestly don't remember. He was, I think he was probably more pissed than anything. She, she said to Jeff, showers are supposed to be daily, P-U. And he, yeah. he did not like. <laughs> you know, and I love about the deodorant. Yeah, was that Clay? Yeah. I loved how Shelly told Clay when Clay said, that was my number, you know, that's my favorite number. And she said, a lot of people have favorite numbers that's seven. You know, I would probably want in seven as well. You know, some of my key numbers in life is like seven, ten, twelve, and so, go on. I I play seven on roulette. I mean, Shelly literally Nick Clay right there and said, a lot of people have seven for their lucky number. You know, it just, it just happened to happen like that. But that phone booth, I have to say, reminded me, and this is going to tell my age and you guys as well, because I know you watch this, Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure. When I saw that phone booth, I thought of Bill, Bill and Ted. I just, I was like, that just brought back, you know, memories of when I grew up and seeing them going into the phone booth. I guess not. Y'all didn't watch Bill and Ted, did y'all? <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, y'all need to watch it. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was in the 80s. <laughs> And then, oh, I have to say, with the competition, with the uh, crowning of the HOH competition, I have to say that Cheryl made a comment that I thought was great. She said, this is like winning a fish at a carnival, you know, just throwing the ping pongs, you know, in uh, glass bows to win a fish. I thought that was the best idea for that competition. So what do you think this week is going to be? Steaks and lobsters in the house every day. Because there's no have-nots. Well, they said he basically the theme was party. I don't know how that's a twist, though. That that's It's going to be interesting to see how it, it plays out. I would love it. Uh, remembering older seasons of Big Brother, I would love it if they got more alcohol to the drama. <laughs> they had a, um, a question on earlier, which would you rather see the house guests play, charades or truth or dare? Whoa, 
it's going to be truth or dare hands down. Absolutely. <laughs> There's going to be a lot so of They might get alcohol and play truth or dare. But we're, <laughs> we're down to five minutes, so we probably should start wrapping things up. Um, yep. It was really fun having Adam on tonight. Oh. And it's so much fun to hear from him. I hope everybody got to see the podcast thing that they do at night. Um, last <laughs> night it was so funny with the girls interviewing the guys and um, doing their their sort of, what was it, uh, the silver, the silver heart, I forgot what they called it, but they the guys won a silver heart. Um, it, it was really funny. Um, that, that might have been the night before. Austin was the winner. Um, but when they do their podcast at night, it's one of the funniest things that the they do. Um, and I'm glad that they're you know playing up to the you know the feeders, the you know the fans watching at night. So. It's given us something to watch. Um, so yeah, if you're not watching kind of that, been, tune in. Yeah, that's been kind of uh, off and on tradition over the years. I, I so remember in Michelle's season, season 10, when they did the uh, the puppet show when Brian was still in there in like the first week in those puppet shows. And uh, just the tip in, what, season 12? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was great. And season eight, they oh, just got naked and went skinny dipping. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy, anything else? I just want to say thank you so much, people listening in the chat room, Dreamer, uh, Red Wine, uh, all the guests, JTV, um, Face one. I want to say thank you so much to everyone. Of course, my thoughts and prayers goes to Joe Arnold. Um, we hope that you listen to the show and you're. Um, he, he has. He, he has been listening, by the way, cowboy. Well, I tell you what, I appreciate that, and Joe, I love you so much. Um, Paul, uh, Cherry, thank y'all so much for a great show tonight. Adam, thank you so much for calling in. People that will listen to the podcast, everything, uh, we do appreciate you. And I can't wait till our guest next week. And we will talk Big Brother 17 next Thursday. Thank you so much. And I want to remind everybody to join us on Monday with Michelle Costa for the Manic Monday show at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. I'm not sure who her guest is going to be this week, but I will post it on Twitter, on Facebook. Keep your eyes peeled. We'll we'll post it everywhere. Uh, She always has a great show, just like Cowboy, and has amazing guests as well. Um, So I'll put that out as soon as I find out um, to sort of just reiterate what Cowboy said prayers are with Joe. Um, And we'll be sending something up to the funeral home um, on behalf of the Red Reality Show. So 
We're going to close the show tonight with Ron, as we always do. I want to thank everybody who's been chatting with us in the chat room. Love our chatters. Um, I love having them in, in here chatting with us and asking questions all evening, and I love our callers as well. Um, thank you, Jason, for calling in tonight. And, Adam, thank you so much for calling in. Ron is going to take us out tonight, <laughs> as he always does. Um, and we hope you join us back here next Thursday for the Re- Reality Roundtable Show. Here's Ron to take us out. Everybody have a great weekend. Good night, everybody. God bless. And here's Ron to take us out. I want to finish off with a song. I really felt like it was a great show, and um, I really do appreciate everyone that did listen and everyone who called in. Thank you. Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, the Manic Monday Rad Reality Show with Michelle Costa. So don't forget, good night. That just became my very favorite closing. Very special <laughs> edit there by Paul from Minnesota. To That's for all, the, all you deadheads. To recognize the anniversary, the 50th anniversary of the very last night that the Grateful Dead played together. Um, thank you very much for that, Paul. Really appreciate that. Um, You're welcome. Everybody, say good night. Good night. Good. God bless. Good night. Enjoy the feeds. Good night, everybody. God bless. Take care. Have a great weekend. That's a wrap. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.